the historic bells of Albany City Hall. Welcome to Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. And welcome to a new episode of Albany Street here in the family of Albany Broadcasting and Adirondack Broadcasting Stations. And we are here for another great episode. My name is Brian Cady, bringing you a very busy man at this point in time. He's uh, doing things around the, the, the Glens Falls area as we take a trip up the north way for this episode. And we begin with the mayor of Glens Falls, Mr. Bill Collins. Uh, mayor, thank you very much for joining me on the show. How are you today? Oh, very good. Very good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, not a problem. So uh, let's just go through uh, your background real quick. You are born and raised in Glens Falls, moved out of the area for a few years, and then came back. So more or less, you've been a lifelong resident of Glens Falls. How much does it mean to you to be in office after spending essentially the entirety of your life as a resident of Glens Falls? Well, it means so much. Uh, my whole career, uh, most of which has been in human services, has all been about, uh, I, you know, I always wondered why I didn't make very much money. And I told myself it was because I, I wanted to make a difference. You know, that, that meant making a difference, working with people with disabilities for many years. I used to run uh, residential programs and dehabilitation programs for people with disabilities. I also worked with some folks that had mental illness right out of college. My degree was in psychology. So I've always been, I had a focus on MMA. Making the difference. I also started a, a business, a, a screen printing business called Celtic Attitudes Clothing that allowed me to make the extra money needed to raise three boys and you know my wife and my boys to keep a roof over our head. So that's what I've done to get me here. It's been a great opportunity to come back to, to Glensville. And I shouldn't say come back. I've been here, raised my family here. My kids all went to the same elementary school uh, that I went to in the, the same high school and, and junior high as well. So I'm just excited to be here and be the mayor. Um, and But the thing about it is the reason I'm so excited is because we can make a difference. It's a small city with a small city government It's very that has no political infighting in it. So um, all if we have a good idea, about change and how to move the city forward, all we got to do is convince six people that it's a good idea or or adapt uh, my idea to the to meet the desires of those six council people. So it's been it's a fantastic opportunity. And you mentioned the lack of political infighting, which brings me back to real quick the eight years you spent on the Common Council, because at one point you ran on what was called a unity ticket, where it was three Republicans and three Democrats who had the same ideals and same purpose for looking at the future of the city of Glens Falls. How did that all come about and, and how do you feel about it since then? I feel that it's uh, it was an honor and a privilege to be part of it, and I believe that it had a great. It's a it's one of the big influencers that I ran the first uncontested mayoral race in the 112 year history of the city. So what happened is that we. Um, uh, well, now would be nine years ago. I, I ran for the council, uh, the seat of the second ward, the councilman of the second ward, a place where I grew up and lived um, uh, with my, my family. And my dad was the local postmaster and my mom was a reading teacher at St. Mary's School District. And so I um, so I I've been involved and and wasn't interested in politics at all. And I got a, a call from a, the, the mayor, Jack Diamond, at the time, who asked me to be on the Board of Public Safety. I told them that I was really way too busy. I was working for Special Olympics at the time as their statewide director, and I didn't have any time. And I also was running my own business here in Glens Falls. And uh, I said, I, I just don't have the time. And an hour later, I left as uh, a newest member of the Glens Falls Board of Public Safety. 
And uh, about a year later, or no, two years later, um, the, the councilwoman, Judy White, um, was the councilwoman of the second ward. She had reached her term limits in Glens Falls, and somebody approached me and said, would you like to run for the council, uh, the second ward council seat? And again, I went into the meeting saying, absolutely not. I just am way too busy. I can't do it. And I left the meeting later um, running for the second ward of the common council. And so, um, you know, not having any plan, but wanting to make a difference and being convinced that that there was great things happening in Glens Falls and that I should be part of it. And so after four years, um, uh, what I found was a council that had um, almost equally divided between Republicans and Democrats. I myself being a lifelong Democrat, I, I like to say that I was a Democrat before I knew what being a Democrat was, right? I was, I was Irish Catholic and a Democrat before I knew what any of those things were. And, um, but I, being a lifelong Democrat, um, in the four years on the council, never once did we have one argument that was politically charged. It was not about who's conservative and, and who is liberal. It was it's about how many streets um, can you pave and how many sidewalks can you repair within the budget. And, and if you really think about it, we're all fiscal conservatives when it comes to spending taxpayers' dollars. Any tax is too much. And so, therefore, we, we found ourselves, um, Jim Clark, who's now the councilman at large and a staunch Republican. I, I used to joke that on while I was driving up the Northway to go to my job at Special Olympics and I was listening to NPR, that I believed that Jim Clark was probably driving up the same Northway headed to his job and listening to uh, the Fox News or, or Rush Limbaugh um, a radio hour. And I used to joke about that, right? But the fact is, when we got together to talk about the city of Glens Falls, um, we found ourselves almost always, I mean, all, 99 out of 100 conversations, we were always on the same thing. It makes perfect sense when politics don't come into it and you're in a small city government. It's pretty clearly what you want to spend your money on and how, what the, you know, how do we support the community. And as a result, I believe it was Councilman Clark. People have given me the credit for it. But Councilman Clark approached the then three Republicans and three Democrats that were running for re-election. And he suggested that we not... Um, we were going to run on our, you know, I was going to run as a Democrat, obviously, and he was going to run as a Republican. But wouldn't we all like to be in a, in a, a unity ticket? And once I found out that, that that I could still be a Democrat and, and that there was a ticket and that we could all kind of support each other in running, um, I said yes. And it, it both confused and maybe um, frustrated some of our local uh, committees, right, the local Republican and local Democratic committee. They, some came to me and said, why would you support this, this staunch Republican? And I said, because it doesn't matter what party he's in. And he went back to his, his committees and said the same thing. And um, th that kind of common sense was hard to argue with. Um, I did, by the way, though, at that time say, if there was a local Democrat who wanted to run for any of the positions that were opening, and, and they felt like they could make a difference to come and see me. Um, but none did. So that made the, 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 the follow through on this um, unity ticket even easier. Glens Falls Mayor Bill Collins showing us here on Albany Street. And 
You know, it's interesting that you end up joining politics in the end because you had a father who was a county supervisor. You had a, 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 a grandfather who was a first ward supervisor. Your grandmother was also in that as well. So a lot of family <laughs> history involved in politics up in the Glens Falls area and, and Warren County at large. Uh, did that have any impact on your decision making to eventually get into politics or was this just something completely on your own? No, I, I, you know, again, I, I, I didn't have any great plan to run, and um, I, I just thought that I could make a difference. And I'd been at Special Olympics 18 years, and it was time that I, I took the experience I had over the last eight, and I wanted to make sure that we continue to move this wonderful city forward. Um, I, I had avoided politics and all things um, throughout my young, uh, young adult life, um, although I. I had, like, I remember growing up with Mayor Cronin and my father at the kitchen table drinking um, scotch uh, on Wednesday nights talking local politics, and I very much enjoyed that. And my parents both passed away when I was about 22 years old. Actually, my, my father when I was 22 and my mother when I was about 25, 26. So I, um, I, I love the, the idea of it, but I really hadn't thought, but it just came to be that, that we had a group of people that, and the city was moving so positively, and I thought I could make a difference, and I ran. Um, but I, it really wasn't because of their, of their political history, although it does seem like it was meant to be now looking back. It happened um, in such a great way, and it's just such an honor to be here and to to be thinking about my my grandfather, who you said was in the, the first ward. My other grandfather was the chief of police here at Glens Falls Police Department, worked his entire career. Um, it even goes deeper than you mentioned. My, my father, although he was the postmaster, he actually ran Bobby Kennedy's Senate seat here in New York when um, before he was postmaster. So um, there is a ton of history in it, and it really isn't... Um, what led me to this? Um, it was about uh, being able to contribute, and I'm so so honored to do it. I, I, it would be disingenuous for me to tell you that I had had um, you know used that as, a, as some sort of plan and wanted to follow in their footsteps. I just it just didn't happen that way. <laughs> Now, you, you ran for mayor last fall and uh, obviously won, and now you've been in office for about a year. And the four ideals you mainly ran on were about uh, continuing investing in the revitalization of Glens Falls, the work on keeping the tax burden down, continue developing Glens Falls as a model for green energy, and to explore developing plans for a Glens Falls waterfront district. Looking back at yeah. your roughly first 10 months in office thus far, how do you feel about how things have begun for you in your time in the office as far as working towards achieving and working on those four ideals you ran on? Well, those ideals were, um, I, you know, I still um, uh, hold to them. I, you know, I think it's been, I'm so lucky, um, but I've spent the last 10 months digging into um, the, in, in deeply and learning about each of the 14 departments, right? And the 14 department heads from the police and fire to the building and codes to, uh, to the DPW. Right. And so, um, I, it, it's, um, it's a little overwhelming when I think about it, um, in the amount of hours that it takes to do this job, right. I'm humbled by the, the work done before me by the, uh, the other mayors that brought us to this wonderful place that Glens Falls is under this, um, revitalization. Um, and so I, but I think we've done a great, I've, I've done by luck, I think a little, 
Um, great job in following through the DRI, which we were awarded in 2017 from Governor Cuomo, right, who made the communities um, compete for ideas of how to revitalize their downtown. That was a $10 million um, you know, grant that we received in 17, but we're getting ready to break ground um, this, uh, hoping by January 1st to break ground on that. But what we were able to do in that is uh, to leverage that $10 million of grant money into a total of $36 million in public and private financing, right? We're revitalizing three old buildings on our forgotten South Street, the last blight of left of, of area of blight in our Glens Falls downtown is, is South Street. And so we'll have three new uh, buildings that are being developed by um, uh, or three, excuse me, buildings that are being redeveloped uh, that are here that are in our historic district. We'll have three new buildings that will be mixed use with commercial and residential up above and an apartment um, um, complex that will have um, uh, mixed um, uh, mixed income um, apartment complex for a total new of, of 100 apartments in our downtown. And the, the $10 million, um, only one and a half million of that is really leveraging most of that 26 million in private financing. We'll also have a new market and event center that's in that same area that will help us bring it all together and make sure that we've got a lots of activity in that new part of South Street that um, that to keep the energy moving forward. Real quick before I let you go, as somebody born and raised in the Capital District and a lover of local sports, one of the uh, noted few venues that we still have a, a love and desire towards would be what was the Glens Falls Civic Center, now called Cool Insuring Arena. How important do you feel like bringing in uh, events and and maintaining, say, like the hockey team, for example, the Adirondack Thunder, and keeping the the boys basketball school uh, high school championships there. How important do you feel like it is to maintain those relationships with, for the arena and and continuing to bring in events for not just uh, the the kids but also for families at large? Yeah, well, I don't think it could be more important. I think that the the cool insuring arena or the Glens Falls Civic Center, as we grew up with is probably the most important building in our downtown, right? It's like the roof on your house. If it's not working correctly, then the rest of your house is, is in trouble. And, and so I, I believe it's super important. So it's a public-private partnership with a group of business leaders um, called the Civic Center Coalition. And, and their work at helping us get that hockey team and, and purchase it so it's, we're not worried every year whether we're getting one. Their ability to run that that lean, mean, that facility in a, a lean, mean business capacity is something that we as a city could not achieve. And, um, and so we are, we're very lucky. We want to grow that relationship. Um, we have uh, coming later this month, we have uh, the fish uh, lead, lead, um, lead man, the lead singer, Trey Anastasio, coming with a band called Goose. And the Civic Center sold out in, I think, about a day and a half once that was announced. Um, if I had my way, we'd have 30 more of those events um, every year in downtown, along with that hockey team, and we'd be we'd be all set, you know. And but we'll have to settle. We'll, we'll grow to that if we can. Remember, we we want to be the home of the the NISFA um, 
uh, basketball championships every year. We want to, we, we want the road to the state basketball tournament to be called the road to Glens Falls forever. But that, uh, we, that remains to be seen, that and the federation tournament, right? We need to bring those sporting events because those sporting events mean tax dollars and heads and beds. And we're love, uh, grateful to have them. Glens Falls Mayor Bill Collins, uh, I very much appreciate the time spent in your tight schedule that I know you have right now. So thank you very much for joining me here on Albany Street. And uh, we'll definitely catch up at a later date. Thank you very much, Mayor. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. That was Glens Falls Mayor Bill Collins. And we'll take a quick time out. We'll come back for a quick wrap up with another guest representing the city of Glens Falls here on Albany Street. The historic bells of Albany City Hall return us to Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. And welcome back to Albany Street. I'm Brian Cady, and now we're going to transition. Uh, we're going to stay at Glitz Falls for the remainder of the show, but we're going to transition away from the mayor and go to the brand new communications director over in the city of Glens Falls. Former meteorologist for WTN and WNYT, the one knowing Mr. Tim Drawbridge. Jim, brother, how you doing? How are you, Brian? Or, or can I still call you BC? Call me whatever you want as long as it doesn't break FCC regulations. I don't care. Uh, I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Obviously, you made a lot of news with the announcement you were leaving the television industry to get into being with the city of Glens Falls and being the communications director. Walk me through real quick how this transition took place and how long of a process this was for you to go through the ins and outs of becoming communications director and how long it took for you to make the decision on this. Um, it ended up being a very quick process, and, and you know, the one comment I focus in on, the complete decision central on my daughter. 13, eighth grade, uh, volleyball not on the radar, uh, <laughs> even up until last Christmas, she's exploded. So when I, when I sit back and I say, you know, I'm taking a job, there was a lot of deliberate thought about everything. But when you have a child your children are your priority at least they're supposed to and um nah, she she she's always been a priority you've known that for for quite some time so looking at eighth grade turning 13 academics she's doing advanced placement coursework with math and science when you when you sit back you look at how she's evolved with volleyball it was teen gets into a gary binding camp because dad's been doing the play-by-play Hey, if you ever got a chance to be able to go to a Gary Bynum anything, you'll go, hello, Castleton and Spike Mountain, and then walks right into every workout during the summer for volleyball at her school and continues to grow. But, you know, there's certain things called life and the way the ebb and flow of life go. And personally, we've had to deal with a number of challenges, not only in the last year, the last several years. When you look at your child, and it's not struggling, she's succeeding, but putting so much pressure on herself. And she sees dad putting a lot of pressure, pulling off the two-minute drill on a, a, on a monthly, a, a weekly, a daily, an hourly basis all the time. And of course, you know, we, we got to factor in hours, availability, a dog, and what, what would make most sense when I'm sitting back and going, hey, this came out, you know, maybe, it, hey, Tim, you and your daughter need this. So, 
as, as the first meeting evolved in, in walking out, I, I felt good, and you never know. But when I met the mayor and already knowing several of the players in place, I felt, one, it was a very good match. Number two is no different than really doing news or weather because you're basically broadcasting a different aspect of information. Social media is something that, that needs to, to be really ramped up within within the city. And that's been in my wheelhouse for years. And I, I get to pave a lot of communication avenues here where I've already done it, whether it's been developing two weather departments over my career or three graphical upgrades at, at Channel 10 in, a, in about a, a decade. So when I sit back and I looked at everything professionally, personally, it made sense. Best thing, my daughter's very happy. Real quick, before I let you go, um, you weren't the only person to leave the newsroom and meteorology recently as uh, Bob Kovacic over at WMYT also left. You worked with him for about mm-hmm. six, seven years. Just real quick, give your uh, your experiences with Bob and what he meant to you when you were over there with him at NYT. The man, the myth, the legend, right? <laughs> Bobby was always great to me. Um, you know, still stay in touch with Kayano from time to time. You, you can say I've, I've worked with two legends in, in terms of Cap and Bob, uh, you know, as it, as it uh, stands and relates to Bob. I completely understood Bob. Uh, Paul would joke from time to time. You know, you walk in here and you go to town on the graphics, and it's the same thing I've always done for years. And now he's turning around and, and using your stuff left and right. I don't know how to feel about that, but it, it was kind of a joke between me and, and, and Paul, and it, but it was a compliment. And um, we could always joke. We we'd always like we always were kind of it was one of those understandings. You know, you need your quiet time, your zone out time. I just I got Bob, and and Bob is somebody who has a when you get to know Bob, he has a big genuine heart who also loves his kids. Tim, I always love hearing from you, and I know that I could say personally that uh, you know we've been friends and colleagues for over a decade now. Um, mm-hmm. you, you you you've always You've always stood by my side, and I've always stood by yours, no matter how long it's been between conversations. So um, I definitely appreciate you coming on and, and staying in touch throughout all this time, and uh, thank you very much. And I know uh, we'll definitely be in touch, especially if your Jets end up going anywhere uh, into the postseason. We'll definitely be in touch with that. We'll, we'll see if Zach Wilson is um, Richard Todd or Ken O'Brien. Oof. Okay, I'm uh I'm gonna let that one go for now. We'll, 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 I know we'll, you would. We'll, we'll we'll have to revisit that another time. But Tim, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, Brian. Say hi to everybody down there. Absolutely, I will. That was uh, Tim Drawbridge, the new communications director for the city of Glens Falls within the mayor's office, and we thank him as well as Mayor Bill Collins for joining us here on another episode of Albany Streets. You can now catch us in podcast form. You can check us out on Spotify or Google Play. Just search for Albany Street. You'll find all the previous episodes that I have been hosting since coming on board in October of 2022, including Lexi Conti, the Albany County DA David Soares, and his communications director, Daryl Camp, and so on and so forth. And you can catch this just about any time you want if you access those two applications. That being said, we thank you again for joining us here on Albany Street. Take care. The historic bells of Albany City Hall close out another edition of Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. This program 
pre-recorded.